Well, hey there. Welcome oh. to uh, <laughs> welcome to Blurry Floaters. I didn't see you there. I, I didn't either. Gentle Man. listener. Snuck up on us with that play button. Hey, so my name is <laughs> my name is David Flora. And I'm Dave Stecco. And uh, yeah, you're listening to uh, Blurry Photos, and we've uh, we've got a pretty pretty fun little episode here for you. Yeah, I hope that you are sitting down. <laughs> Don't think that you could run or jog or perform regular job duties. You get a good job, though, if you're listening to this while you're doing it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is, that is pretty sweet. But you're going to lose it if you try to do your job and listen to, the, to what we've got for you today. Uh, but try anyway, because stuff like that's fun. So uh, what's what's been uh, going on this week, Stucco? Well, I mean, trying to sleep, because the terror that lives deep within me from all the scary stories, Right. That's that's been difficult, but I managed to overcome it with liquor. Did you uh, whatever happened to to that costume you were going to make? We we had made a big deal about that on past episodes. Man, I I was working on it up to an hour before, and I am very sad to report that I was trying to make an entire suit of armor out of PBR cans, and it just didn't come together enough. It, I mean, it's ambitious, very to say ambitious. The least, so. I yeah, and I don't feel bad. I mean, I really I shot for the stars and. And then, you know... You hit a moon. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was it was a good attempt, but I, I had a backup costume ready because I kind of had a feeling it might not work out. But it was wow. good. It was a good week, and uh, I felt good about it. How was how was your uh, Hollowmas? I ended up going as Walter White from Breaking Bad. Which was phenomenal, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, you saw that. Uh, and uh, my girlfriend went as Jesse Pinkman. Um, all we, we were outfitted exclusively from my closet. Um, she just put on my uh, heavy winter jacket and, and uh, jeans and a t-shirt. And she was set. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and then I just uh, I put on some slacks and, and uh, a button-up and uh, got some some real pervy glasses uh, from from my uh, glasses collection. I dug them out. And, uh, yeah, you have I mean, a glasses collection. I sure do. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I I got to see that costume and I was really impressed by it. That was that was that was an awesome costume. I'll post them on the website. Absolutely. Other important news this week. Big big fun news. I uh, it's always it is always a good day when uh there's a new Bigfoot sighting. Ooh. And this one comes to us from the normally sedate and button-down lands of Utah. <laughs> There, there is a video that I'm sure you can find with minimal effort on the internets mm-hmm. of uh, a couple who was out hiking and they could see something moving through the trees. They took a great video of it. Mm-hmm. It's very unclear what it is. It's a big, like, a dark mass, basically. Yeah, through, which through the they, they thought to be a bear, so they were just being very quiet and watching it until it stands up and looks at them. <laughs> and there's a brief... And, and things that I love about this video, I consider it to be completely legit. Mm-hmm. Because they just said, run, 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 and then boom. And, and it's all Blair Witch video from there. As, it took, as soon as it stood up and, and turned towards them, they took off. Yeah. And all you see is feet and blurry leaves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is what people do. I, I respect that. Personally, I'm going to go with bear on this one. Sure. I think it's a bear. There's a, there, a cool moment where you th- you know there's arms that are visible. Yeah. But bears, bears stand up sometimes, they especially do. if they're trying to see what what's the that that those two whispering things over there. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I'm inclined to to agree. Although I don't know, uh, you know how how much this area of Provo is uh, bear country. You well, know, but 
I'll tell you what, man. Bears are crazy. Uh, my home in Colorado Springs that I grew up at, we still get bears. Really? I mean, like, and not even rarely. No rare bears. <laughs> uh, we get, we, we, you get a bear maybe two, three nights a week. Sure. It could be, it could be a bear. I, it, it's not uh, conclusive enough either way, really. Yeah. Which is what makes it so, so much fun. But see, we win regardless because right. it's, it's, you know, the front of Yahoo. It's a fascinating thing. You know, people like talking about it. And anytime yeah. people are talking about it, I'm happy. And I know there's a lot of guys out there that are like, that ain't no Squatch. <laughs> those guys need to shut up. That yeah. could be Squatch. Yeah, the fact of the matter is if you weren't one of the two guys there, even the two guys that were there don't know what it is. Right. And they're the, they're the closest ones that, that would know yeah. what it was. But One of my favorite things about The Unexplained and when people run across The Unexplained is that it's The Unexplained. <laughs> it's got that name for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it is genuinely mysterious. And they, they were there and they're not sure what happened. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's Great. let's have some more some more vague, vagueness in our lives that we're so confident and sure in. <laughs> so, uh, in the interest of of keeping the vagueness in your life of raising your blood level of insecurity or unsurety, <laughs> no unsurety. Oh well, insecurity makes it sound like we're like you know you probably don't look as good as you think you do. That's right. You should <laughs> break all the mirrors in your house. <laughs> Yeah, you try and, that then, and then throw the shards in a flowing <laughs> stream at midnight. Exactly. Ah! After seven hours. <laughs> um, no, uh, I went a few months ago to uh, beautiful New York City, which mm. is not had a good week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I hope the best for for everyone that was yeah, out there. Thoughts and... to, to everybody on the, the seacoast there. That's it's not some uh, not something you want to go through uh, around a, a nice Holmes. Uh, Absolutely not! Uh, what a what a what a nightmare for those people. But it seems like it's, it seems like they've already started rebuilding. You know they they they've gotten getting the power the back. Power back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know those things are getting taken care of. So uh, I hope the best for those people. I was there in better times, mm-hmm. a simpler time. <laughs> this next week, I'm going on a trip myself. Uh, uh, in our next episode, we'll we'll uh, revolve around around that idea, which I'm not going to tell you, ooh. listeners, because. I want it to be fun, fun little secrets. It's and gonna be great. I might, I might, I might drop a hint towards the end of the show, but we'll we'll leave that for for then. But speaking of that, we're going to fashion today's episode uh, all around your your trip to the uh, Eastern Seaboard. There, absolutely. Uh, like I said, you know, there are so many great things in New York City to investigate, and I was too busy drinking to do that. Um, however. Uh, a classic American, homegrown, mm-hmm. corn-fed, presumably. <laughs> Lobster-fed. <laughs> Lobster-fed, American cryptid, the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Oh, man. Yeah. We are going to bring you some uh, some good, rich, old uh, facts and hearsay about th- about this creature. Absolutely. You know what? I... I mean, I understand, uh, David, that your your dedication to the science of this is important. But man, I, I'm just here for the hearsay. Oh, I just I just want rampant speculation. <laughs> that is that's fine with me because a lot of times, and you'll see this today, you'll hear this today rather. That's all we have to go on. Yeah, <laughs> rampant speculation. Uh, why don't you Why don't you kick it off for us? Tell uh-huh. us Tell us what the the old Jersey Devil. Well, is. Uh, Jersey Devil has been something that has been around for over a hundred years. At I mean I mean the, under the barest of circumstances yeah two hundred maybe two hundred yeah. yeah I mean it's uh, it started out being called the Leeds Devil and why is that 
It was, uh, the legend has it, that there's a woman named Mother Leeds mm-hmm. who had 12 kids. This was in 1735. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she uh, was, was, was considered to be a witch Interesting. In, in the, in the uh, neighborhood. And she declared that she, that, she was, that she would only have 12 normal kids. And that if she had a 13 child, it would be the devil. And remember, 13 around this time, people are big into superstition. Mm-hmm. 13 is a very unlucky number. Yeah. And yeah, the, this 13 kid uh, would apparently be, be the devil. Or and, and there's, well, we'll get into this a little bit later, but there's some hearsay that the father itself was the devil. Right. But anyway, continue. I, I would also like to point out that once you get into the double digits and kids, they're all the devil. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes you don't even need that. Uh, so she had a kid, and it was horribly malformed. And it was, I mean, you, you hear conflicting accounts. By some accounts, it, it grew very quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it took off, off into the countryside, mm-hmm. whereupon it would uh, terrify people. But not in the most direct manner. It's, yeah. it's not... As as cryptids go, I mean, even even Teddy Roosevelt swore a Bigfoot tried to kill him once. Yeah, uh, this guy uh, is, he seems more interested in just spooking people and being or gen- staying out of outside. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he he seems to want no part of anyone. Like uh, most of the the information you get is of a oh I I, I hurt you. Know, it's a brief. People see it so briefly. Yeah, um, it's its speed is one of its its main attributes. It's mm-hmm. something people often remark upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so. So this this Jersey Devil, this cre- this cryptid, it's said to live in the Pine Barrens of, mm-hmm. of southern New Jersey. Yep. There, there's a ton of different descriptions that people have of it because of there, there's been so many sightings, and everything is unconfirmed. Nobody has any real proof or evidence. So you're going to get this hodgepodge of you know uh, what this thing is is going to look like. But the classic. Interpretation or, yeah. or, or view of the of most what it popular like version is is that it's uh, it's a creature that has a, a dog head but but a horse's face. It's got horns. It's got bat like wings on it. Uh, small arms with with hands that have claws on them. It's got a forked devil tail and cloven hooves. So it's it's a it's a real hodgepodge of of all kinds of stuff. And the thing uh, the thing's supposed to stand. Well, the, the, those reports conflict as well because right. the, it, some say it's about seven feet tall. Others say it can be you know anywhere from three to five feet tall. And and again, because people see it so very briefly, this is not something that you know. Unlike you know, we get things like the Mothman, where it 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 seeks some sort of not conflict but some exchange or, or sure. another. This has wants nothing to do with anyone. Right. Uh, instantly flees. And uh, and it's it's interesting the history of the area of the Pine Barrens area of New Jersey. There is some precedent that maybe this the, the Mother Leeds version of the story, notwithstanding, there could be a cryptid that has always inhabited that area. Yeah. The uh, the uh, the local Native American uh, tribe, the I think that was the what is it the Lenani Lenape? Yeah, the Leni Lenape tribe. The name that they had for the Pine Barrens region actually translates to the place of the dragon. Yeah, weird, right? Which which is pretty pretty interesting, and even uh, the early Norse, mm-hmm. uh, the Norse explorers, the Swedish explorers, uh, also called it a uh, Drake Kill, which is uh, means a, a dragon, uh, dragon water, dragon river. Yeah, um, yeah, real real interesting stuff. I, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's real. The the most interesting thing is is that 
both the Swedes and the um, Native Americans refer to a dragon being there, mm-hmm. some type of, of dragon thing. And then we, we get, you know, something later that, that is described having bat-like wings and a forked tail, you know, things things like that. The rest of the stuff isn't really dragon-like, maybe horns, but you you, you don't usually hear, you know, your, your dragons having horse faces or um, uh, cloven hooves. But, you know, like that. And it, something that didn't actually occur to me until just, you know, while you were reading the description of this, of the, the, the popular uh, mm-hmm. phenotype for it, you know, while we read this, you know, we have pictures and we've seen these things that almost kind of cloud our minds. Like we have this, oh, well, that was the picture of it. Now you describe it. But right. just listening to you describe it, it sounds a lot more like the body type of, say, uh, a raptor. Like a, mm, a interesting. Jurassic Park style, large Dog, elongated head, very small forearms. Yeah, yeah. You know, long, long legs, long uh, tail, I think, which I didn't mention. But yeah, you know, these. You know, I mean, obviously, people see it briefly, but at, a, at a, just an auditory description, kind of fits in that area, and that yeah. would certainly be considered a dragon. By that's true. That is true. And and you know, we already have our friend uh, Nessie over in Loch Ness, who's supposed to be a plesiosaur. A plesiosaur yeah. that's still alive today. Uh, which which they haven't they haven't proved or disproved, right? Um, so who's to say it, it? You know we don't have raptors in in the Pine Barrens running around. Yeah, I mean the Pine Barrens is a huge place, right? It's it's actually uh, uh, just a, a an immense amount of forest in in southern New Jersey, which a lot of people don't know about because you know you think of Jersey, you kind of think of the armpit of New York or or mm-hmm. uh, you know something something to where it's real grimy and and urban. Mm-hmm. Um, but New Jersey is actually a really beautiful place. Yeah. It's actually called the Garden State. It's called the Garden which State, which everyone yeah. willfully ignores. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Pine Barrens uh, apparently a, a, a nice place to go camping, and uh, to my knowledge, a lot of it is unexplored still. You know, there's a lot of places that that people just haven't haven't been to in there just because it's so immense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look it up. Uh, look it up for yourselves and, and see some pictures of it. It's it's a pretty looking place. But um, yeah, back to back to some of the legends. Uh, there are almost as many legends as there are descriptions of the devil itself, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, you know, like you said, uh, the the mother lead story is the most widely accepted of, of them. Even that story has you know multiple tellings of it because I I heard a, a couple that one one of which she wasn't a witch. She just was so. I guess angry that she was going to have another kid. Oh, dang it! <laughs> uh, that uh, uh, she she actually said the devil can take it, and and then that's that's when you know that's when it happened. Yes, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> A poof fire. <laughs> um, that was just the town preacher. That wasn't. The- <laughs> How great would it be if you could summon the devil like that? <laughs> and then the night that she uh, gave birth, it was a stormy night, you know, and all this nice, like, ghost story type setting and stuff. And and then the child was born normal and then quickly just uh, changed form. It morphed into this, this horribly disfigured either uh, humanoid or this, this creature that we described. And then it, it either... <laughs> Uh, there's some some stories say it, it it killed the midwife and then oh, yeah. flew up the chimney and there's some stories that say it it killed everybody and ate everybody and then flew up the chimney. <laughs> it's just it you know there there's 
It, it sounds like a story you tell your kids so they yeah. don't go wandering off in the woods. You yeah, know? The, the chimney seems unnecessary. <laughs> but everybody had a chimney, so... Yeah. And what better way for a creature from hell to get out than the place where the fire is? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go out the window. Mm-mm. He's just... She's trying to go home. He's as scared as you are. Well, it's just born. It doesn't know how to use a doorknob yet. Although, if it was a raptor, it would have used the door. That's true. So... Man, there's 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 clever girl stuff for it. Stuff again, it clever, clever girl. Um, <laughs> there's actually a pack of Jersey Devils. They go out hunting, and one of them just stares at you. Yeah, while the, the other two flank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why you don't mess with the Jersey Devil. Now, people have messed with the Jersey <laughs> Devil. Said the Jersey Devil. <laughs> it's like don't stop yeah, believing in this. I one. saw them in the Meadowlands. That was a kick-ass show. <laughs> Oh, late at night when the wind howls, you can hear. Oh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's oh, mournful cry. <laughs> when the lions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So what? What were you saying? Uh, people ha- have have messed with the Jersey Devil. Uh, I mean, people have had uh, fairly confrontational interactions with it. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, there is a legend. That Commodore Stephen Decatur oh, yeah. saw this bad boy on the wing flying around and was like, hey, hand me that cannon. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. He claims to not only have hit it with the cannon, but that it, it showed no effect. Nothing happened. I think Stephen Decatur saw the Jersey Devil and is not a very good shot with a cannon. Ooh. Yeah, I said you, it. You give, him, you give him that much credit. See, I think he may have just been like... A little, little unhappy about what was going on in the in the war, and uh, you know was was drinking drinking what he found in Mother Leeds' uh, medicine cabinet there. Oh, I see where you're and, going uh, there. <laughs> now, the other part of the story that doesn't ter- terribly add up is that it seemed that uh, the Commodore was, was visiting the Hanover Mill Works to oversee the production of cannonballs. Sure. I mean, would they have a cannon there? They're just making cannonballs. Well, I mean, they may they For may testing? need to test it, yeah. And and I mean, unless there's a whole nother that's a whole nother place. And this 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 also gets into a kind of a, a historical quandary. I mean, since there were no flying machines at the time, it's not like there's a lot of reason to to say, well, how good were cannons at shooting down aircraft? <laughs> I imagine well, a cannon to be maybe the the next worst thing to a super soaker for <laughs> trying to shoot a flying creature. And the, the super soaker, at least you get a steady stream so you can adjust. Right. You mid, just, I mean, mid, mid shot. Yeah. How are you going to, that's, I, I just think that the Commodore was like, no, I, I totally hit it, but it, bound, it bounced off. <laughs> we, we should go down and have um, some of more of Malord's ale. I'm a Commodore, damn it. I'm a Commodore. Give me that ale. Yeah. Yeah, especially, well, we, it doesn't, uh, we, nothing says how close. It was to him at the time, but yeah. I'm guessing if he sees it flying around, especially something that's you know between three and seven feet tall or long, it's not a very big target to hit, especially when speed is supposed to be its ally. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, that that is a pretty silly uh, sighting, but one of yeah. the earliest. Yeah. Uh, also of, of notable, so we have a celebrity sighting. Oh yeah, yeah. Paris Hilton. Uh, almost, almost. The brother. This is this is a hell of a thing that I didn't actually even think about. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. <laughs> Roger Clinton. 
No, uh, the brother of Napoleon Bonaparte, Joseph Bonaparte, lived in Jersey. Oh, weird. Yeah, right? Now, this was, this was well after the Revolutionary Times. This was around 1820. Yeah, I mean, but still, you know. I, my brother was the emperor for like 20 minutes, guys. And married a, a woman named Josephine. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Mm. They were into that in that family. He claims to have witnessed that he, he claims that he saw the Jersey Devil while he was hunting on his estate. <laughs> so he had an estate in Jersey. I didn't even know that we were letting Bonaparte's in. You see, this is why we need border reform. Just any family of the emperor can just fly in here. Take over some pine barrens. Yeah. And see, maybe maybe that's maybe the Jersey Devil is protecting us. He's oh, like, yeah, he's interesting. He's take. like our, our unofficial border patrol. <laughs> he was the like first Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, he's like it's like and he's getting shot at by his own people. It's like Sasquatch in the north. Jersey Devil got the has the eastern seaboard. Chupacabras <laughs> got yeah, they've got the southern border. And uh, I don't know what's Carlos about? Mencia. Carlos Mencia. <laughs> it's California. No. <laughs> So yeah, he says he saw it. Uh, I mean, there were now. Th- this also gets into some interesting potentially UFO crossover. Blamed for some animal, uh, some cattle mutilation. That's true. That's true. Apparently, one of the things about uh, the old devil is that it was it, it was blamed for some livestock killings. And uh, as as the sightings persisted up into the uh, 20th century, it was also blamed for some uh, pet mutilations and. Some of the you know crappy stuff like that, killing killing animals and eating them, or or just leaving them for dead, which is too bad. Yeah, I but I, at that time, I mean, like I'm surprised people made note of it. I my my belief in history is just like if you go back a hundred years, it's just dead animals everywhere, and people wearing <laughs> pelts, and children making shoes. They but they they needed those animals to make all that stuff. Yeah, so like, that was what basically was worth stuff. So who's making? Who's complaining? You're like, hey. I can I I make half a shoe out of that. I'm not mad. I don't know. I, I'll tell you who's not complaining. Jimmy, the one-legged newsboy. <laughs> I am. I would make the world's worst time traveler. I mean, if if I if I go anything like a yeah, hundred years back in time, and I'm positive that we all have typhoid, and that every animal is there to be kicked or killed. Like I I not a good. I have no. I went to public school. I did too. Yeah. So history never came alive. <laughs> we didn't have that back then. I didn't have television back then. Every time I think about going back in time, I just think of installing myself as like some omnipotent emperor and, and making everyone my slaves. <laughs> like, because not, you know, you know what's what's going on. You know, what barely. Happened. I couldn't even perform like a miracle. I wouldn't be able to like advance medical science. I mean, what? I bet you could. All you have to do is tell them to wash their hands. Yeah. If you go back far enough. That's true. I guess I just have to keep going far enough back to where I'm smarter than the people I'm around. That's what, 2,000 years? 3,000 years? Then I'm smarter than everybody? (laughs) Some uppity Greek shows me up with math and i got to get back in my time machine and go further back. (laughs) Kill him. (laughs) I'll show you. Never mind. I'm going to make a great time traveler. (laughs) Uh... So it, we come to about um, 1909. Big year for the <laughs> devil. Big year for the, for the guy. Uh, Mid January, and and all of a sudden we get hundreds of encounters 
uh, of the Jersey Devil that that people are claiming to to see him and interact and, and run into and stuff enough so to where the fervor uh, and the 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 uh, fear of this thing closes schools and some businesses because people didn't want their children going out and they didn't want to go to work didn't want to you know get picked up by this thing that's awesome I love that I mean I, I pretty big, pretty big I'm leaning pretty heavily towards just mass hysteria I mean it's it's January in Jersey people are indoors a lot there's not a lot going on outside <laughs> you know Christmas is over so everyone's a little bummed yeah try to whip up a little fear about oh look out for that demon gonna get you and but, but I love the idea that some school administrator had to say no we're, we're closing the school on account of demons <laughs> that's it, it's it's great I I mean people people claim to have the things corpse you know right. people some some people I think uh, there was one person that dressed a kangaroo up to to have people come and you know I don't pay a nickel to see to see it you know the yeah. Jersey Devil there are uh, reports of people seeing tracks and um, hearing screams you know scream is a stuff. real consistent thing people always talk about it scream and it it is not like a haunting moan it is a shrill piercing yeah pretty uh inhuman and uh, not not of animal origin seems like yeah seems seems like a weird combination or such but uh there are plenty of of animals that make weird sounds if yeah. if you're around them enough and no no, you know, like deer can make yeah. weird sounds. When no, I think threatened. that you did try to gin up one yourself. Let's play it right now. No, that's all right. <laughs> oh, no. If I could just have gotten you to be quiet for two seconds, you would have tacitly accepted that you were going to make a fake Jersey Devil scream and play I, it. I do I do have one. I'll, I'll play it now. Oh, pretty, chilling. Pretty chilling. Pretty. Pretty scary stuff. Um, that's my new ringtone. <laughs> you know, all all that is is like me and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. I, I like that more. I like teamwork. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 1909 uh, was was the big year for it, and then you know, the stories kind of died off a little bit. But each kind of decade from there on after had its share of, of sightings you know kind of ebbed and flowed as, as it were it does seem to go cyclically and and even that is incorporated into the legend of it there was a was there a, an account of that a, a priest exercised it for a hundred years yeah yeah you know, back back a little little bit after it started um a, after it was born basically yeah. it was like you know 20 50 some years after it was born this priest exercised it and I guess only gave it the, the cheap version. Right. Like, oh, I, I ran out of holy water right towards the end. We, we won't be around in a hundred years. Let's yeah. let our children's children <laughs> deal with it. Good enough. <laughs> and then it came back and started uh, terrorizing again. He probably did it on purpose so people would be... So he knew. He's like, you know, in two generations, it's going to be a priest with a job. <laughs> yeah, so it's job security right, for, yeah. for the uh, Catholics in the area. I mean, it, it's it's funny because the sightings by Bonaparte and Decatur and all those happen in betwixt the time that it was supposed to be exercised. Yeah. So that that's a that's a weird story to to come out of nowhere. It, but it does seem like a lot of people are trying to cash in on on this this thing. Yeah, I this one this this has such a, a feeling of like willful complicity. 
Like, everyone really wants the devil to be around. Yeah. It's it's sort of a, a prideful thing now. I mean, you yeah. uh, people chose this as the name of their hockey team. When mm-hmm. the NHL, you know, had had a team in, in Jersey, people chose the name Devils for right. it. Um, so so I, I think there's a there's there's a weird fear mixed with a weird pride about the Jersey. Well, it Devils. sounds cool. Sure, sure. I mean, if if you've got something that that is some conglomeration of all kinds of uh, animals and could be Satan or of Satan, and it's in your home state and your home state only, I guess you would be a little 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 prideful of that. Well, and and uh, you know, consider New Jersey's cultural exports historically: mafia violence. Oh yeah, I have a promise to myself. To make no Jersey Shore jokes, but I am referencing them now. You look at the cultural exports of New Jersey, and the thirteenth misshapen child of a witch is literally the most palatable one. It's the one that people can most get behind. <laughs> well, I, I think people can get behind John Stewart too. Is he is he a Jersey guy? He, he's a Jersey guy, but uh, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, it is. It just sounds cool. Jersey Devil, look out! Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of roll off the tongue, huh? We actually, we, we both have a, a couple friends uh, here in Chicago that are from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I, I went and asked them, you know, if they had any stories about it. Because, you know, if, you, if you're from New Jersey, you obviously know everyone else in New Jersey and everything that happens there happens to you, too. Now, for our, our listeners um, who are taking detailed notes, this is our first interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our first interview, not on the mic, though. <laughs> right, right. But it happened. It, it a person did. was asked questions. This, this, is, this is very true. And the um, results of that interrogation are now for you to hear. <laughs> and they're, they're, not, uh, they're not terribly uh, scary or detailed, you know, stories. I guess scary is probably the wrong word because it could be scary. But they each did have something to, to relay uh, about the old Jersey Devil. Our friend Tom said that his mom and his sister, and he, I guess, went were camping in the Pine Barrens. And his mom and his sister went for a walk through the woods, just, you know, like you do when you're camping. And they came across this old dilapidated shack. And from, from what he said, it sounded like it was maybe something like a hunter's shack, you know, where they just go to chill out for a little bit. Not, not a fully functioning house, you know, or, or anything like that. But was definitely an abandoned place, so it was it was kind of creepy in its own right. And then he said, as they as they left the shack, uh, they all of a sudden there was this huge creature that that ran towards them, and they from from what Tom said, they they described it as just a huge dog, and uh, they said you know it, it scared the crap out of them, and then the dog I guess stopped before it got to them, you know, and just sort of stared them down kind of thing and he said that his mom and his sister just sort of slowly backed away and then left and and the dog i guess didn't follow them it's it stayed there but but he said that <laughs> that that's kind of the the closest uh, uh jersey devil story that that he and his family have and i think the reason that that they related to the jersey devil is it, it sounded like they weren't exactly sure that it was a dog. They they said it, it sort of almost looked lion-like in a way as well. So mm. so basically because it's under the umbrella of Jersey Devil uh, is because 
it was kind of unidentified. And, and it happened in New Jersey. And it happened in the Pine Barrens around a scary shack kind of thing. You tell but, the story in Maryland, you got yourself a goat man. Oh man! Oh, you 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 just uh, you just pop the the cherry of <laughs> Just wait for it. Just oh, wait man. for it. It's well, this, the goat man the goat man will come back. Yeah. Uh, but I want to. <laughs> I'll get to our uh, other story. Uh, our friend Mel actually, uh, she said her her mom. Uh, in the 60s, would drive uh, up and down Maniloking Road, and um, I guess her and her friends would look for the devil. And I don't know. She she didn't she didn't say this, but I did see some some stuff online where it said at one point, and I think it might have been in the 60s, they they offered like a ten thousand dollar reward. For, yeah, for I thing. read about that. Yeah, people wanted they wanted proof of it. And they they wanted proof. It. Yeah, and and they were even promising to to not kill it. You know, they 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 were going to put it in a zoo or something. But they they wanted this proof, so they offered this reward. So I don't know if if Mel's mom, you know, if that was uh, what they, their intent was, or if they were just getting a thrill out of out of looking for it. But apparently, um, driving up and down this road, where you know where sightings had been, uh, one night she said they saw eyes in a tree, and it was real real creepy. But they, they, they kept looking at it and looking a little closer. She said that, that she swears they saw a noose hanging in the tree. And then it either took off or, or maybe they took off. But some pretty that's, harrowing that's, stuff. Yeah, there. that's kind of creepy. That's yeah. a good creepy story. But, you know, and I, I love that. I love the idea that it's a, it's a cultural thing to New Jersey, you know? Yeah. Like, let's pack a bunch of chicks in the car and go looking for the, for the devil. For the devil. Pretty fun. And that's another thing that is associated, like the screams... Having some glowing red eyes uh, is a is a big thing that people kind of uh, uh, say um, when they claim to have spotted it, which is interesting. It and is. You know where we've heard that before. Absolutely. See, you tell this story in West Virginia. Got yourself you a Mothman. Got a Mothman. Now that that leads us to some of the explanations of maybe what the the Jersey Devil may be if it's not you know a spawn of Lucifer himself. If anybody says that it's a crane. I am I'm furious because that they blame everything on cranes. I, I I'll tell you what they say it's a sandhill crane. God, it! I knew it. They say it is a sandhill crane. The same thing they say the Mothman is. See, you know what? Not only is that a disservice to cryptozoology, it is it is a disservice to ornithologists everywhere. It is a disservice to the majesty of the sandhill crane, which is a beautiful bird. And no, a beautiful, tall, glowing-eyed, creepy bird. Right. <laughs> it's not fair, and it's dumb to call it that. I am officially calling it dumb, and I want anyone who's listening, who thinks that they've seen the Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You got yourself a crane." Call me. I will. I will never post my phone number, but you'll. If you have seen the Sandhill Crane, I'm sure you're clever. We, we've enough. got a form on the on the site that you yeah. can contact us at least. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me what a dumb person I am for for saying that it is absolutely not a crane. I hate the crane excuse. It's so weird that this crane is the excuse because uh, of the glowing red eyes, because it's got that that red and the, face and the height and the, the height of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean. The the little picture that that the Jersey Devil has floating around that that is the most common picture of it does have like sandhill crane type legs, just if you put a horse hoof or or something uh, or, or maybe pig feet I don't know what cloven hooves on there whatever yeah but um, the the legs of it definitely do make it look crane like 
But that's just somebody's rendition. Right. You know, uh, that's the thing. They don't have to... Uh, the, the crane just irritates me. No one is afraid of a crane. Ever. Apparently, I mean, if, if these things are, are as big as they say, and it's night, and this thing just flies in front of your car, it, it might be a little freaky, but... Well, you know what? I'm renting a car. That's what I'm doing on my vacation. Driving up and down Jersey waiting to get freaked up by a crane. I'm a man enough to admit, if I ever get spooked by a crane, I will make sure that everyone knows that it happened. And I will apologize <laughs> to all the people who are afraid of cranes. Yeah. It's becoming the excuse du jour of, of these cryptids. Oh, that it's yeah. like, well... It's, can't explain it, so it's a sandhill crane. Right, swamp gas. Sandhill crane. Swamp gas. They're the same thing. Same thing. It's that. It's that red face that you yeah. see glowing. Yeah, it's it's sandhill crane. It would be a much cooler bird if it glowed. <laughs> you know, um, uh, the chupacabra. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's it's a sandhill crane that that flew to Mexico and, oh, and just yeah. started sucking goats. Right. That's what they do. Sandhill crane. Bigfoot. Sandhill crane. Shaggy sandhill crane. Sandhill crane that hasn't pruned. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's molting. It's a molting sandhill crane. We just cracked everything ever. Uh, New World Order? Sandhill crane. It's a, it's a bunch of sandhill cranes. It's, it's, a, a, it's a conservation effort to not only preserve them, but to elevate them in society. <laughs> anyway, that's one explanation. Another explanation that's out there is that um, it, it was it's just like the boogeyman. It's just something that, like I said before... Uh, people told their kids so they wouldn't go wandering off in the woods by themselves or at night, you know. Which, to me, that's that's a pretty viable explanation. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, to me, it just has the, the sound of, like, local lore. Mm-hmm. Which I think is awesome. That's great. I, I wouldn't spend, personally, a huge amount of time looking for it. I, I think that it's more fun to make up stories and say that you've seen it. And be like, it looked nothing like a sandhill crane because only a fool would say that. Would you would you be more inclined to spend more time searching for it if there were say ten thousand dollars in it for you? I will do very much, pretty much anything for ten thousand oh, dollars. All right. Once again, we'll have a form on the website. <laughs> uh, make me an offer. You know, I'm negotiable. <laughs> what will Stecco do for ten thousand dollars? That's right. So there's another uh, story that it it may have been a politician uh, that was named Daniel Leeds. Oh, and I then, love that. You know, stories kind of got got mixed up here and there. So the Leeds Devil became the the politician. The politician became the Leeds Devil. That the Jersey Devil came in there and oh, so it was like a kind of like a, a smear campaign, right? Right. Oh, and then that kind of got lit, mixed in there, and and that might be where we get the name Leeds from. Who knows? It's weird. Huh. See, and, and that, again, that's why I lean so heavily towards this this kind of lore thing because it seems to adapt to its situation. You know, like oh well, don't do that. Jersey Devil get you. Yeah. Don't be don't be a bad politician. You'll be the Jersey Devil. <laughs> this guy wants to take away our right to vote. Yeah. He's a Jersey Devil. Yeah, which reminds me, it's about time Rick Santorum gets hit with the old Jersey Devil stick. <laughs> Rick Santorum. He's from Jersey. Is he? Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. So, well, too bad he's not. Uh, he's not. He's not in it anymore. Yeah. He's too bad. A, too bad. Jersey Devil. Well, Paul Ryan's now the Jersey Devil. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> By proxy. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, this and this explanation is maybe my favorite one. 
not the one I believe the most, but my favorite one, is that it is a pterosaur. Ooh. This goes back to your raptor. I'm uh, really pleased that you did not pronounce the P like I would have. Oh, wow. Better schooling. <laughs> uh, but if you if you look at some pictures of a, a pterosaur called a, a Dimorphodon, it, it looks like it could be something something like uh, what, what people are describing because it's got kind of a, a long uh, head with a beak on it. Um, but the beak is, is not like toucan beak. It's kind of like uh, uh, part of the face and, you know, has some teeth. More, more of a muzzle. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely elongated. Uh, it's got wings, but doesn't really have arms, I think. I think the wings are the arms, kind of like a bat. Oh, okay. Uh, and then it's got, it's got legs and it's got a, a long, long tail that, that may or may not be forked or whatever. See? But, now that is awesome. Yeah. Does that look any... You know what? If you're at your computer, pull up a picture pull of a, a sandhill crane next to a dimorphodon. D-I-M-O-R-P-H-O-D-O-N. Dimorphodon. Nice. And... Use it in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, look, check these things out. And then pull up the old Jersey Devil on, on, on the Wikipedias and uh, check out that picture. And then see for yourself what, what's it look more like. I, you know, maybe we should start a campaign where we flip the script and we say there's no such thing as sandhill cranes. It is a population of alien, multidimensional beings that are also demons. Oh, okay. That the sandhill crane doesn't even exist. So the sandhill crane is, <clears throat> is uh, a made-up excuse yes. by the Illuminati to oh, placate my, people. It's so true. You know, so that people don't say... We've got these these multidimensional oh my beings. God. They're the cre- they're the people who live in in the hollow earth. That's right. Sandhill uh, cranes are. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm already confused. <laughs> That's how you know it's a winner. That, if it if it if it if the circular logic just breaks down in less than thirty seconds, you're on to something. Oh, great. So, so I don't know. I don't know who lives in Agartha, but it may be sandhill cranes. Yeah, exactly. What we call them. That's what, we, that's what the way they want us to see them. They eat giant grapes. Such great grapes. And they, they are very nice to Well, now, now we have to compare sandhill cream to pumpkins. Oh, that's, the only that's, way that's right. Yeah, yeah that's, we had to bring that around. <laughs> oh, so there's, there's one more uh, explanation that I, that I saw okay. that, I, that I really liked. And that is the African hammer-headed bat. And this thing is... What? Yeah. This thing, pull up a picture of it real quick. Check this okay. thing out. It's it's got a, a, a three foot wingspan, and they they can be about they can be a foot high, um, but yeah, it, this thing, the face of it especially looks a lot like what we get for the Jersey Devil classic uh, illustration. Oh come on! It's like a, a it's like an awful evil Snoopy. <laughs> I you know when I see it I think of the the cartoon shoe I think is that uh, oh. is that what I'm thinking of is that right I don't I don't know shoe but, well but I see yeah but I, doesn't it kind of look like that that illustration a little bit yeah it's got that that weird like dog horse horse face yeah. but how so weird how on earth do you get an African hammerheaded bat well in Jersey you got to have slaves in 1700. Oh, coming over on on a slave ship. 
And the bat was just like, all right. The bat's just hanging out, man. I mean, you see the region there in Africa where it's coming from. That's a that was a that's true. Pretty pretty popular. Uh, yeah, that's all place for slave traders. I think. I mean, doesn't that that uh, to me that that just kind of add, adds credence to it? Yeah, yeah that that could be a winner. Wow, weird, huh? Yeah, it I, doesn't explain why you get so many uh, sightings up through the twentieth century. But if if there was a family of these things. Then. Yeah, if they figured out a way to make it work. Woof. Weird, huh? Yeah. So I, I like that one as an explanation. For you listening, pull up a picture of the old head, hammer-headed bat and, and compare that to the Jersey Devil illustration. That's don't, pretty cool. Don't be eating when you do it, though. Probably not. It does don't be eating when you start this podcast. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. Don't don't work, don't stand, don't eat. <laughs> Yeah, if you could just be like in a nice like temperature-neutral room. If you have one of those... Uh, those isolation tanks. It's a great place to listen to this podcast. I think that would be the worst place to listen Because <laughs> then you're going to start feeling this crap brush up against you. Yeah. Or you're going to be floating in the Pine Barrens in your mind. <laughs> that would be weird. But since we brought it up. Oh, yes! Since we brought it up. Let's, let's go to town on this. Alright. Another... <laughs> Uh, like one of my favorite things, one of my favorite. This is a bonus for yeah, for you guys this for this is, episode. One of my favorite things in all of like the unexplained and <laughs> and the occultish things in the whole wide world is regional monsters. Yeah, that are. I mean, it's not like there. I mean, obviously, like Knock Loch Ness monster, but like there are some that that kind of fall below the ra- radar of of even general credence. <laughs> yep, and my favorite. My hands down favorite North American cryptid, and man, I'm giving it a lot of cred with that, <laughs> is the Goat Man of Maryland. <laughs> the Maryland Goatman? Mm-hmm. It's a Goatman? It's a Goatman? Yeah. In, in Maryland, oh. they have the Goat Man. And you might be wondering, really? Goat Man? Tell me more. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you that... According to legend, the goat man <laughs> is the best. It is the best. And if any of you are an artist, please, please, I am begging you to send us any depiction you have of this. Okay. Yeah, According to legend, any, anything that the Maryland goat man is an axe-wielding, half-man, half-animal creature that was once a scientist. <laughs> All of the elements are there. Oh, I mean, and, and you know what, what's better is that uh, even like, you know, even the, the venerable Wikipedia says not, not only was he a scientist, but he actually worked specifically at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And as with any magnificent comic book, he was doing goat research. Something, Genetic goat research, yeah. right? Like, weren't they do, or did doesn't it? even say. Okay. Doesn't even matter. Gee, he was he was working with goats. Something went astray. Oh no! Right. <laughs> this is the story. This is verbatim. He was experimenting on goats. Comma. The experiment went astray. Comma. And he began attacking cars with an axe. Yes. 
Because because <laughs> his wife was run over by a, it was hit and run with a car, right? I I've already got the movie in the works. <laughs> All right, I, I'm, I'm ahead of yeah. you on this. Don't and worry about it. Now, in case you're thinking, well, this seems sort of in, I'm 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 not I'm incredulous. I don't believe you. Well, you know, it turns out that it was a it was a research grade axe, and when they recovered it from a Chevy Nova's grill. It was laser etched with the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center's uh, stamp. Wow. Yeah, I made all of that part up. You... But but <laughs> that's how it's going to go in the screenplay. All right. Of Goatman. I'll add that in. What? What? Mr. what? Fl- yeah. Well. Mr. Flora, please. You are the rational one here. Okay. So, what's the story with the Goatman? Well... I'll tell you what, when we say goat man, we mean goat man. We, it's, it's a satyr-like yeah. uh, being. It's half man, half, half goat kind of thing. Uh, this is in the area of, what is it, Bowie, Maryland, I think. And it, it started in the 70s, which is a period rife for all kinds of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. crazy mad scientists, I guess. This, this, you know what, and this is the era where the, the one... Hand, you know, the hook hand and oh, on the yeah. that's where that the, that great story yeah, came when from. Yeah, you go up to Lover's Lane, right? And there, and then and you hear a scratching, and then there was something great and dark about America in the seventies, and that's where all of these awesome stories came from. It's true, and we still tell them, and we wish that we were that we believed them. <laughs> but back then, that shit was as real as it got. It, this was in the area also of. Uh, I, I found it was Governor's Bridge Road, Lotsford Road, Fletchertown Road, and in, in Prince George County in Maryland, uh, and it was near the, like you said, the the Glendale Hospital, which uh, I found was a former uh, state tuberculosis sanatorium, apparently. Hmm. hmm. But there was. <laughs> now I know what you're saying to yourself. What does that have to do with the goat man? Everything. Everything. Crazy. Yeah. Sanatorium. Yeah, they had goats in there. They helped people breathe. Who who were the scientists going to experiment on? But right. they're already clinically insane. Right. And how do you uh, how do you cure tuberculosis with an axe? And, <laughs> but this thing apparently it killed pets, like like all cryptids seem to do. I don't mm. know what what they have against pets. They Maybe don't. They're jealous. Yeah, exactly. They want to be pet. They they want to say no. I'm not pretty enough. <laughs> Come here, puppy. <laughs> It uh, apparently it attacked some humans uh, in their cars. I mean, now, let's not jump to conclusions. Can we, though? The historical historical accounts of these things uh, make it quite clear that he was interested in attacking the cars. It was a mere accident that there were people in them. Yeah. And the other thing I found was that he was blamed for some breaking and entering cases. Oh, Yeah! little B&E on the side yeah. when you're not terrifying people with your axe attack. Yeah. You were looking for them in their home when they weren't there. Oh, my God. And apparently this is this kind of uh, is, is on the tales of, of the old bunny man of Virginia. Have you heard of this? <gasps> There's, There's a, a bunny man in Virginia? Apparently. All I've got to name, maybe we can throw that out for a, a future episode. But Oh, man. This, this and that and the bunny man are, are kind of on the same page. Again, was it genetic research that caused him? Was it Satan that caused him? Did he have an axe? Yes. We know that for a fact. But here's the other weird thing. He, uh, uh, associated with the old Maryland Goatman, 
Uh, also, high pitched squeals and screams. They scream so much. Where did he get the axe? The bunny man has a lot more on it on Wikipedia than the goatman, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's bunny what's man. wrong with America. You come up with an awesome dude like the goat man, and you're like, oh, uh, uh, he was a scientist or something. He hates cars. Moving on. But somebody was like, the bunny man. Give me ten years and I will tell you his tale. <laughs> I hope you're wearing clean pants. <laughs> Sit ye down comfortably, for this is a tale that will rend your soul. <laughs> the bunny man. He's got a bridge. The bunny man has a bridge or a, a tunnel. Tunnels are, are scary things. Yeah, they are. Especially in Virginia. I just... Well, we'll, we'll bring up the bunny man uh, yeah. on some future thing, because we haven't nearly done our, our due diligence on, on him. Yeah, we, we really had to get to the bottom of the bunny man. But, but the Maryland Goatman is, is just a classic 70s horror movie waiting to be made. Maybe it has been made. Oh, yeah, dude. They make... They make about like killer snowmen yeah. you know like so yeah they, if there isn't a goatman then then i I, I think there's some there's some movies on the jersey devil not not done very well but uh there's some movies that reference the the devil in them the jersey devil and there's a good um, x-files episode oh that's right it's one of one of the early ones right yeah i thought they thought it was a feral people which i am more inclined to believe that well because the place is so big there are people that are um uh, like you, you'd think of in the the hills of Kentucky, where they, you know, they they're inbreeding because there's not very many pre- people around there, it, or or something like a deliverance, you know, where you get uh, uh, the hillbillies back back in there and stuff. There are apparently people that that exist uh, in the Pine Barrens like that as well, which is really interesting. Wow, I like the sound. I like the sound of that. I just need to know more about the Goat Man. I tell you what I'm doing is IMDBing to see if there's a Goatman movie. That would teach us a lot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There's there's a movie called Goatman, and let me uh, let me read the synopsis. Okay. There is no synopsis. <laughs> Shrouded in mystery. Apparently, <laughs> it's just a short film. Uh, that doesn't even those don't even count. I don't even know why they have those at the Oscars. Best short film where everyone goes. Hmm. Like they're somehow gonna somehow see that it'll never happen. I don't. I don't see a, a synopsis on here. I'm anyone sorry. who's anyone who watches short films is someone that you're actually actively avoiding. You know that. Oh wait a minute. Oh, there's a 2010 uh, uh, movie called Jimmy Tupper versus the Goatman of Bowie, which is Bowie, Maryland, right? Let me let me look at this thing and see see what it says. Be great if it were David Bowie. Oh God, Goatman versus David Bowie. <laughs> Hello, goatman. Goatman. David Bowie owns a Goatman, and that's why... It's about time I met you, Goatman. <laughs> Forget about the baby. Here it <laughs> the is. Goatman's oh. in Labyrinth, by the way. That's, that's all the Bowie I've got. All right. Jimmy Tupper is a no one. He's nothing. He spends his days working at a Starbucks in suburban Maryland. That poor sp- bastard. And spends his nights drinking and playing rock band. His friends see him as the resident stoner and waste of space. One night, they decide to pull a prank on poor Jimmy, and while he is passed out drunk, they leave him in the middle of the woods. The next day, Jimmy is nowhere to be found. When he finally emerges from the woods, he is beaten and bloodied and making outlandish claims. He claims to have seen a monster, the famed 
Goatman of Bowie. His friends believe this to be the drunken ramblings of an overexcited nitwit. But Jimmy knows better. He heads to the woods, determined to capture footage of the elusive creature. Was Jimmy only dreaming? Did he really see a monster? Only time, and Jimmy's video camera, will tell. Can I see that, please? Because I would like to read that also. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put a little spin on this. Jimmy Topper is a no one. He's nothing. He spends his days working at a Starbucks in suburban Maryland and spends his nights drinking and playing rock band. His friends see him as a resident stoner and waste of space. Then one night, they decide to pull a prank on poor Jimmy. While he's passed out drunk, they leave him in the middle of the woods. The next day, Jimmy's nowhere to be found. When he finally emerges from the woods, he's beaten and bloodied. That's not fair, and he's making outlandish claims. He claims he has seen a monster, the famed Goatman of Bowie. His friends believe this to be the drunken ramblings of an excited nitwit. But Jimmy knows better. He heads to the woods to determine to capture footage of the elusive creature. Was Jimmy only dreaming, or did he really see a monster? Only time, and Jimmy's video camera will tell. You see the movie you want. <laughs> I prefer to see the movie narrated by Jimmy. <laughs> I was right. I was right. Please, please look up Jimmy versus the Goat Man of Bowie. Man, I'm gonna find this and I am gonna watch the shit out of this tonight. I I hope that you guys enjoy coming along with us while we look things up on the internet and tell you about them. Because we certainly do enjoy doing it. And and maybe, yeah. <sighs> See, this is why you can't work while you listen. We're asking you to do too many things for you to keep a job while you listen. I was right. Right off the bat, I was right. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. <laughs> he, he was beaten bloody. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Wow, so uh, so there's some East Coast yeah. crypto uh, for you. <laughs> yeah, you. That was great. You, you. That is not something you're gonna get anywhere else. There are um, uh, a number of of sources of information on the unexplained, and they are all scared shitless <laughs> to touch the hot button issue of the Goat Man and the Jersey Devil. You never hear him talk about it. No, they, well, they're scared. Yeah, I mean, rarely, uh, rarely you get some episodes that that talk about the Jersey Devil. I had never heard of the Goatman before you brought it up. Yeah, I had a book when I was a kid. It's called Americans, America's Own Monsters. Huh. When was that written? Do you think? I don't know. In the early eighties. Hmm. I, I saw the the Jersey. Well, I saw something about the Jersey Devil uh, for the first time in the eighties with an old book. Um, that's that's how I was familiar with it. Uh, although the the Jersey Devil is pretty prevalent in, in some pop culture stuff, especially you know like I don't know nerd things that we like. Yeah, like, like it's in Castlevania a couple times. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it the Jersey Devil in Castlevania? It's it's a demon. You got to fight demons. <laughs> There's only fight so many demons in the world. Well, that's why they that's why they. <laughs> 
<laughs> they can't keep doing like Green Demon and Blue Demon. They got to oh, get yeah. something good. <laughs> I guess. I guess. All right. I'll give you that. I don't know. It's. I, I think I played that game. It's on a DS, a Nintendo DS game. But oh gosh, um, all you ladies out there that that really want my phone number now. Everybody knows uh, CastlevaniaMeetups.com is, is oh, just yeah. waiting to happen. It's blowing up. That's a huge. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start that up too. But but if you would like anyway. to go on a date with us, perhaps to watch <laughs> a really excellent viewing of Jimmy, Jimmy versus <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy versus the Goat Man, uh, you know we'll put a form on there. We're gonna make an entire form just for chicks who want to date us. It's on. And and then you know what? Let's be polite. No switcheroos. Okay. Don't 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 be a girl. But then. Surprise! You're a goat man or sandhill crane? Or you're a sandhill crane? Don't surprise! Sandhill cranes, man. <laughs> oh, geez. I guess we better do some puns about these things. Oh my gosh, puns! Yep, yep. We've got to do puns. I say, I say, we do three puns since we didn't have a, an entire episode on the goatman. But if we got one for him, we can throw that out there. Oh, okay, maybe okay. A couple for the for the Jersey Devil. All right. Well, what do you got? What do you got for the Jersey Devil? Well, uh, I tell you what, I I came up with a couple, and then and then I started um, coming up with just and just switching out one one or two words, I, I, just uh, based on rhyming and stuff. So I, I kind of feel like I cheated on it, but cheater. I've got uh, a woodworking shop called the Jersey Bevel. Oh, um, I like that. For all you uh, uh, carpenters and woodworkers out there, that that might appeal to you. All to right. visit visit there. You'll scream at these prices. I've got, <laughs> I've got one. Since the Jersey Devil is a, a very, very regional phenomenon, mm-hmm. I've decided to go with a regional product. It's called the Jersey Devil. Alright, what it is, it's like bedazzling but on your sports jersey. So if you want to trick out your, your Knicks jersey and make it look real badass, you can put your own name on the back. Jersey Devil will do that for you. Nice. It's it, it's exclusively for tricking out your jersey to make it extra cool. That's great. That guy also went on to uh, to have a successful voiceover career <laughs> for IMDb synopsis. Ah, me. <laughs> um, so the next one I got uh, was called uh, it, it's it's a chiropractor called the Spine Barons. Oh, nice. <laughs> See, I like that a lot too. <laughs> um. <laughs> I got uh, Mother Leads IUDs. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, so you don't have a 13th one. Though. Right, yeah. Because a baker's dozen is yeah. something rhymes with dozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baker's dozen. Ah, yes. I brought it home. Mother oh, Leads geez. IUDs. Uh <laughs> I, I also have a winter apparel store called the Maryland Coatman. <laughs> oh, we're hacking our prices. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. All right. I've got uh, Beltsville Petting Zoo at no point of research industry. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. Was there a little legal disclaimer? What? Uh, what was no, it's just it's oh. a Beltsville petting zoo. Okay. No point was there. Was there, uh, was there something that... <laughs> Are you legally obligated to... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I just... It's just a, a tick. I've got a, I got a sickness. <laughs> let's go to, let's go to the uh, Beltsville petting zoo. No longer agriculture research facility. 
<laughs> None of these were genetically modified <laughs> since the seventies. Oh, you do geez. have to ride bikes there. They don't have a parking lot. <laughs> it's some green thing, but you're not allowed to drive there. Some green thing. No cars. Yeah, yeah. You want to keep your cars away as far as you can. There's hooligans. <laughs> well, uh, that that about does it for for this episode. Um, <laughs> some some good some good crypto out there on on this one. Yeah, that I was like it. awesome. I like and it. so much delicious, rich speculation. <laughs> Sometimes that's that's all you need to survive. Yeah, that's right. So so next week, uh, oh, here's, got... here's a little little teaser. Okay, what? because what? I've got clues. I got oh, clues. why don't you drop a clue and I'll and I'll all right. either get angry or, or agree. No, no, no. You'll, you, you're not even gonna know this. Okay. Okay. You're not even gonna know this. Okay. These are these are your clues. I got three clues. Oh. Lark bunting, Stegosaurus, and uh, there's two clues. You're making these. No, up. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, uh, nope, can't say that one. But Lark Bunting, Stegosaurus, I got it, oh. Douglas Fir. Lark okay. Bunting, okay. Stegosaurus, Douglas Fir. So should I even give, should I even give my, my clue? Because yeah. people by this point are, are probably pissed that we're not even either saying what, what's going to be next episode or just ending the episode right now. So. Hey, whatever. You, you know, give them a pe- I'm not going to tell the people what they want. I'm not that kind of person, but All they right. want this clue. All right, uh, so I'll, I'll just say conspiracy theory Ooh. and Colorado. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, well, you blew all my clues out of the water because those were Colorado's state bird, uh, state tree, and state dinosaur. Because <laughs> I'm from Colorado, and I know these things intrinsically. It's in my DNA. Although I, the third one was real hard for me to come up with. Why don't, why don't we have a, a state lasagna or something? A state casserole dish. If well, we're going to have a state dinosaur, yeah, why don't... Well, there's, there's also the state insect, which is the Colorado hair streak, but I couldn't say that because that just gives away. It's got the name and the title. I, I'm, I'm even okay with, with insect, but we really need a state dinosaur. Dude, if only if it's the stegosaurus, which is badass as it gets. I get it. I get it. But if you're not already enticed by the next episode, or you haven't already turned the podcast off... You're listening. That's that's uh, that's some hints for what's coming up based on a trip I'm gonna take. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Up. You're gonna. This is oh, a, a a research expedition, a personal yeah. investigative foray into uh, into a mystery. And and truth be told, if if you had the the means to to go down into the pine barrens yourself, I'm sure you would have you would have taken that up. Absolutely, it's but, a great opportunity. I think you know what? that's a, that's good advice for anyone listening. Anywhere you're going on a vacation. A little Googling will tell you that there's something weird there. Yeah. Why not spend two hours trying to find it? Yeah. Take a camera. Yeah. That works. Oh, here's a here's a tip for you. Uh, you know... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what else? Yeah. I, I thought it's something you guys got to know. Don't go just yet. So, uh, when you're taking pictures and, and stuff like that, don't, uh, don't hold your elbows out. Keep them in close to your chest. It'll help the stability of your shot. Whoa. Yeah. Keep that the thing framed, you know. Dangerously useful information. Right? I'm, I'm just tired of seeing shaky stuff. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of blurry photos. Ooh! <gasps> <gasps> uh, great. Speaking of that, yeah. this has been Blurry Photos. <laughs> I did it. I have been David Flora. And I shall continue to remain Dave Stephan. And we will talk at you next time. Yep. Bye.